Welcome to the Kiss Business Podcast. This podcast isn't about how to work less. Instead, it's about how to build a business in a simple and consistent way by focusing on one important thing at a time so you enjoy working on your business. Hi, it's Katrina, and you are listening to The Kiss, Keep It Simple Business Podcast. I once met a girl who told me how she started her business. Christiane is a fashion and nutritional coach and also a mom of four kids. When Christiana had her fourth child, she got very depressed and to feel better, she started looking for something to do. So what can you do when you feel a little bit down? Well, she learned how to do makeup and she learned some photography. And although all these activities made her feel a little bit better, something was missing. She wasn't happy. She was not happy about anything. But what was wrong? It turned out Christiana had postnatal depression. The reason why she felt so down was that she wasn't happy about her weight. She wasn't happy about the way she looked and she was unhappy about having children. But one day, Christiana decided to start a Facebook page. The idea was to start helping moms, just like her, to lose weight by inspiring them on social media. Unlike many starting solopreneurs, she invited friends and family to like her page, to like her Facebook page. So, as you would, she was expecting them to like and share, but no one did. No one liked her page or engaged with her social media posts. Some of her friends and family even criticized her for starting a page. As you can imagine, she was very down emotionally, and it was a big blow for her. So supportive friendships and some understanding can make a huge difference to someone who is depressed, who always feels down. And lack of such support is not helpful at all. But uh, Christiana kept going. She was very authentic in her messages. She was creating content to help other moms. And it was no longer about her. It was about other moms who wanted to lose weight and feel better about themselves. Today, I want to talk about authenticity in personal life and in business. I'm sure you've heard this word before, authenticity, many, many times over. It's kind of become a cliche recently. Authenticity is a very hot topic in business right now, and for a good reason. People want honesty. They want some realness from brands. They want some realness from businesses and social influencers. Authentic people don't pretend to be something they aren't. And they are unapologetic. They follow their own principles and beliefs and they make their own decisions. 
they don't hide their flaws and they don't try to appear perfect or to be something they're not. They show their failures as well as their successes and they don't pretend to have all the answers, but when they say things, they say them because they believe in what they say, right? They don't just say things because they sound nice. In other words, they're being themselves. And many of us think of ourselves, more or less, as authentic. But each of us, in certain situations and in certain ways, is a bit hypocritical and a bit false. For example, think about how someone you know shares only good pictures of themselves on social media. We've seen people doing this, and we've done it ourselves too. But why we're doing this, being real comes at a cost sometimes, and people who liked us before may stop liking us. So if we feel that we might lose that connection, that love, we will not be completely honest and authentic. And this is the opposite of being real. And we want people to like us, even if we don't admit it. And it's kind of hurts because we are social creatures. When people don't like us, we want to belong to a group. Most of us don't want to look bad, naive, or say something wrong or stupid. So what do we do instead? We play along, we put on a mask, hiding our true identity. And do we always realize this? Of course not. Uh, this often takes place in our subconscious mind. But you probably agree with me. Gone are the days when you would put your professional persona on LinkedIn and your family life on Facebook and your perfect life on Instagram. Today, people want to see the real you, irrespective of the channel you are using. But if we are not being truthful about who we are, we will pay the price. And one of this will be losing a sense of connection with our audience. Trying to always look good can have a bad effect on our mental health, on our well-being, and of course on our sense of connection. Social media is an amplifier, so if you fake your persona, it will amplify your fakeness, and your perceived fakeness will intensify the imposter syndrome. And what is the imposter syndrome, and how do we know we have it? Well, one way to determine is to ask yourself some questions like, do I ever feel like I'm the dumbest person in the room or do I ever have self-doubts? And of course, a certain amount of self-doubt is normal. It's okay. But ask yourself some other questions. Do I feel ashamed or embarrassed about something? Or do I act like everything is fine in front of others, but don't let anyone to know how I really feel? that I feel very insecure. Imposter syndrome is when you feel like you're not good enough or you don't deserve the successes you've had or you worry that someone will find out that you are not who you say you are and you lose everything that you've built so far. So the question is, what is the effect of not being real or not being authentic on your business, on the business you are building? But you know the answer already. The world is changing fast and we know how powerful social media is. People are watching you and they are judging you. I know it sounds a bit creepy, but they do. People want authenticity. 
They want to deal with companies that show real emotion and real care about what they do. So by being real in your business, you create loyal customers and you inspire others to do the same. And how do you do that? Well, by being open and by showing that you care. So the most important thing about a business isn't what you do, but why you're doing this or your story, your big why. I'm sure you've heard a famous TED Talk by Simon Sinek about the power of why. In that TED Talk, Sinek is addressing the concept of the golden circle, which is doing all the magic. So in his talk, Sinek teaches how great organizations communicate, how they lead, and how they get loyal customers. And he argues that great leaders and organizations focus on the big why, why they do what they do instead of what they do and how they do it. This is a powerful message. And the key message here is that your brand and your company need to reflect something bigger than yourself. You need to speak to people on a deeper level than just selling products or services. You need your business or your brand to be different and to be unique. And one way to build that uniqueness is through your personal story. People know you and then they like you. And finally, they trust you and then they buy from you. Of course, you can make a quick sale without all this. I've done that before. But your customers will not buy from you again unless you show them why they should be buying from you. And why is this important for you? To have customers wanting to buy more from you? Well, think about it. Once you've acquired a customer, you pay that acquisition cost, whether it's a cost of running an ad or a cost of your time writing content that leads people to your company, to your landing page, to your brand. And many business owners believe that they should find new customers to make their business work. So they go after new customers, they give them some discounts on products they sell, and and they, they expect more and more people to uptake those discounts. And this is backward. When you focus on your big why, and when you are real with your customers through your story, you build much stronger relationships with your customers, and they come back to you. They come back to you to buy more from you. Through your personal story, you connect with people on a more personal and emotional level. You show them who you are, what you stand for, and why you do what you do. I often struggle with the idea of being 100% authentic because I know it can be also difficult to be 100% authentic. And of course, it can also backfire if you go too far with it. Being too authentic can make you, I guess, even repulsive to certain group of people. This is especially true if your idea or beliefs are unpopular or controversial in some way. If you choose the path of 100% honesty, expect people to disagree with you and even troll you. But make sure you understand it's your personal choice. By being real, you are taking a risk that some people or a group of people will disagree with your ideas and beliefs. Is this a bad thing? Well, you decide. For some it is, for others it's not. Still, it doesn't hurt to be a little bit more mindful of 
who you're choosing to be authentic with. If you share your personal beliefs about some controversial topics with clients, be mindful of the effect. You're probably risking making some people very uncomfortable and even unhappy because today we live in a polarized and divided society. And this manifests itself through a wider gap between the views of different people and different groups of people. Another point here is that being too real and too genuine can actually come across as a bit abnormal or even fake to some people. In business, being too authentic can limit your options when it comes to, say, finding partners. Brands or companies might see you as a bad fit. Maybe that's why now they use um, digital influencers, but that's another story. So the bottom line is, Authenticity is a good thing to have, but only to a certain point. So be mindful of the risks so you don't limit your options in the long run. And another point here is that being unreal leads to imposter syndrome. Perhaps you've had the phrase, fake it till you make it. So let's now talk about this. I remember the first time I've ever heard this phrase. I was doing my advanced degree and I was teaching part-time in front of a very large group of students for the first time. Of course, I didn't know how to manage large classes and of course, I wasn't confident. I had some disruptive students in my classes and I did struggle to keep them engaged. So the advice was to pretend to be more confident. This, of course, didn't replace the need for training and skills development, but having a more positive mental outlook helped a lot. Fake it till you make it is a great phrase because it's telling you to act as if you've already achieved what you wanted to achieve. There is some interesting neuroscience research that suggests that fake it till you make it can lead you to a happy place. The very act of smiling for example, can elevate your mood. Self-belief can strengthen your tendency to be right. Many people don't understand this concept. It's not about pretending to know the answer when you don't. Pretending to know the answer when you don't can lead to mistakes. Instead, it's about projecting a, a confident mindset in the face of adversity. Studies show that this technique often works. Think about the effect of placebos in medicine, so it's like that. But no matter who you are, what you do, or who your audience is, 33% of people will love love you, will love what you do. 33% won't, and 33% won't even care. So stick with the people who love you, and don't spend a single second on the people who don't. It's better for your mental health this way. In any business, small or large, you're going to have some people who like what you do and some people who don't. What do you do with the third group of people who neither like or dislike what you're doing? Let them decide, but don't spend time and your creative energy on the people who don't like what you do and you'll be on your way to a successful business. Do not compare yourself to others and don't be afraid to share your opinions about things in your posts or videos you create. It doesn't have to be about everything that you think about, 
But when you share your opinions, remember you are connecting with like-minded people. I'm sure some people will relate to what I'm saying and will connect with my message. And remember, you're also creating stronger connections, which is an important part of growing your following. So be constructive and not self-destructive. And don't use negative language because you can project the emotions you feel through the words you use. So instead of saying things like, I can't do this, I can't believe I've made this mistake, I can't believe I did this, this is going to take me forever. People didn't respond to my last video or my last posts and things like that. Turn these words around and say something along the lines, okay, I've had to record a bunch of video clips, but that's okay because I'm trying to find the best one. Or say something like, I have more videos to make, so I'm getting better at this. In other words, embrace the learning curve and how to do things differently and better next time. Let me recap three points that we've covered so far about authenticity. The first point is that you need to be authentic and true to yourself and your values. If you do that, people will trust you and they will engage with you at a more personal level, which is good for business. The second point is that be real in your message, as this builds trust and attracts loyal followers. And at the same time, it reduces the imposter syndrome. And again, many people, many business owners have this imposter syndrome. So share your signature story. This is how you will connect with your audience. And the final point is that believe in yourself because this strengthens your tendency to be right. If you stick to this strategy, you will build trust, you will build credibility and your reputation. Act as if you've already achieved what you wanted to achieve and you will get there. So that's all from me. I'm Katrina and you've been listening to the KISS Keep It Simple Business Podcast. And on a final note, if you are looking for a way to share your big why and you're looking for a way to share your authentic message, then check the simple tool that can help you to do so in the podcast notes. And I'll see you on the inside. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.